You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on the Cooligans, we are discussing the return of the Premier League, the introduction of James Rodriguez to Everton <laughs> Football Club, and of course, next up, Jack Harrison scoring his first goal in the Premier League. Let's go. That's right. Plus, we talked to Pablo Maurer about a story he did about my dad, Diego Maradona, playing in <laughs> Toronto, the greatest Canadian player of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, that and more today on the Cooligans! What's up, guys? Landon Donovan here, and I got to kick it with the Cooligans today. Keep following, keep listening, keep watching. See you guys soon. Yeah, baby! Vamos! Let's go! Come on, man. You got to duck out a little bit. I know how to turn that wrist. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, I don't even know what that. Hey, Alexa, you ever been in a fight? I don't know. What Son, <laughs> don't you know how to throw a real punch? You got to turn the uh, wrist. <laughs> okay, look at that flick of the wrist. All right, look at everybody. The flick of the... <laughs> look, why, eventually we get to soccer on this show. It's a Hello. little bit about fighting stances. Yeah, don't ask me about fight. I've never been in a fight. So, uh, okay, uh, how's it? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Cool Against. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Cobra Car Guerrero. <laughs> okay, Hi-ya. Yeah, we are. We're, we're your 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 favorite martial artist. Okay, uh-huh. that hosts the funniest soccer show on television. <laughs> It's not just that. It's also it's also the Cobra Kaiest and it's also the gulliest. <laughs> Correct. Uh yeah, you know, it's weird. Cobra Kai has been on YouTube TV for like a month, a month. And Ain't nobody, uh, nobody watching that. Nobody watched it. Nobody, nobody had YouTube TV. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like six people. <laughs> and then it's on Netflix, and it's like, yo, have you heard of this Corbo Kai show? This it's thing's been pretty out. good. Some of the references seem dated. Like, they're not talking about the pandemic at all. <laughs> uh, yes, welcome to the show. Obviously, we're going to, you know, recap Corbo Kai. That's, uh, that's, why, that's why we do this program. That's we've why shifted. Show. We, we've pivoted to Corbo Kai uh, reaction. We- you thought we were going to, you know, talk about how exciting the Premier League was, the first, you know, the first uh, round of matches, the first weekend. No, 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 no. no. Uh, slow down, buddy. Christian's <laughs> going to take all the jerseys down from behind him. We're going to put on our geese. <laughs> we're about to go step for step, punch for punch through this entire episode. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so, look, let's uh, no, You know what? We're, we're obviously we're kidding. We're comedians and we joke around a lot. Uh, but let's uh, let's thank start. you for clarifying that, because, you know, Some at least people. two people were like, this isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I mean, unsubscribe. I, I, I signed up for a football TV subscription, and <laughs> for the wrong reasons, clearly. Uh, so look, uh, the Premier League started up this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And oh boy, uh, we we didn't know what the what teams would look like. We didn't know who was staying, who was going, uh, uh, and, and and everything still seems like in flux. Like contracts aren't you know announced, and, and yeah, you yeah. know who knows Mesut Ozil still on Arsenal. <laughs> How's that even possible? There's so many things that like it. it none of it feels. It feels like you're moving into a house, but the paint isn't dry yet. You're yeah. like, all right, put everything wherever you want. Don't touch the walls. You know? <laughs> it, it's strange, just just because we you know we we didn't have the the usual. Uh, long break. The, uh, a pre, there's no preseason. This is the preseason right now. Yeah. Well, there is. It, it's just like it's it's preseason, but the, everybody is ready and in match fitness. Right. It was because- two weeks. It was two weeks, and they're like, "Look, <laughs> all right, everyone, go to Ibiza, 
get coronavirus, <laughs> get it out of your system, and then come back. And the only people who listened were all of PSG. <laughs> yeah, who was it? Because we know it was Neymar tested positive. Neymar tested uh, positive. I think Mbappe. Di Maria. Did Mbappe also? Yeah, Mbappe oh, tested positive. Man. Okay, you know, I it, hopefully he can, he can just run away from it. He's, yeah, yeah. Fast, I'm surprised it wasn't so fast. <laughs> a droplet travels how far? I got that. <laughs> ain't nothing. You ain't catching me. They're like COVID nineteen. And Bubba, you need to be six feet. How'd you get six feet while I was saying the sentence? <laughs> so let's go. Uh, Premier League matches did begin, and obviously, you see me rocking the Everton kit. I'm you also know. an Everton fan this week. <laughs> Thank you so played, much. <laughs> they played against Tottenham. Woo. Boy, let's hottest team in the league. You let's know what go. I wish? I wish Tottenham would have played against Everton because they <laughs> did not. They showed up and they did a kickabout. I think they still think it's no, uh, man, look, it's preseason. I don't want to don't 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 do all that because you're not putting enough respect on on the toffees or the the the, the toffeteros as we have mentioned <laughs> in the past <laughs> the jordan pickford had a bunch of great saves uh, defensively jordan pickford was a magician i don't know yeah. how it's cuz he knows all these players from playing in england he's like harry <laughs> kane i know what you're going to do Ali, don't even get me started <laughs> no he he had a, he had a good game a couple really really huge saves but no we have to talk about hamis Rodriguez, his Let's first go. match in the Premier League, looking clean. He didn't even, I don't think he even broke a sweat. He was Yo, having a good time out there. I was talking all types of trash about how he was going to be slow <laughs> and he hadn't played a meaningful minutes and whatever. He came in, he was like, Ancelotti, the usual? <laughs> you, want me, you want me to do what I always do or you want me to you take it scram- easy? You want scrambled or mix it up? What you, what you need? <laughs> Everybody out of the way. I know how Angie takes it. I got you, Papa. He, it he, was amazing. He played a great... He, he was the, the, the regista. All right? Yeah. He, did, he did his job. When you mentioned... You, you, you just said, oh, I thought he was going to be slow. He was. He was quite slow. But that's not why you don't need him to be fast. No, no. But he was reading the game. He was only slow because he knows. He already saw those episodes of Cobra Kai. (laughs) He knows what's going to happen. You know what I mean? He knows the move. You know what you're going to do before you even do it. He's doing that thing where, like, you know your friend watched this movie already because they're like, yo, watch this. And you're like, stop it. My eyes are on it. I'm watching it. You can stop telling me something's going to happen. Look, as an Everton fan, it is just after, like, the last couple years, at least two, three years, to, to have a player that just has a little bit of vision okay? can i just say something you have a midfielder that is passing forward how does that feel <laughs> bro what is it christmas already what is it damn. i feel like it's boxing day already. damn son <laughs> okay i feel like the you know a, a peasant and the king is giving me some gifts okay? right they just dropped off a turkey <laughs> to your hut <laughs> oh thank you you know <laughs> i mean I don't, I'm have, a... I, I don't have running water or electricity but this yeah. turkey is lovely also the dysentery is setting in and i think i'm dying soon but thank Thank you for this uncooked turkey and me yeah. having no means to cook it. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you know what? You're welcome for the history of Boxing yeah. Day by the Coolians. So, yeah, but I'm pretty sure those are facts. <laughs> by the way, it seems like Arsenal won twice this weekend because Tottenham lost and Arsenal bodied the competition, my friend. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Arsenal did play uh, quite quite well. Uh, what, what was they? They won 3-0, obviously, against Fulham. It's, Come on, uh, yeah. Fulham, they're still... 
They're still in the championship. They haven't done we, already. We yet. both we both had got, got clean sheets, son. Like we did the laundry, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> okay, and uh, we we have to before we go to commercial break, we have to discuss Jack Harrison Leeds playing against Liverpool and what opening the, the starting the the Premier League. Uh, what was the Jack Harrison? Uh, he didn't get the first goal of uh, of of the Premier League season, but to be in uh, amongst the in the conversation with the Obama Yanks, the Salas, with just great. Great, great goals. Are you kidding me? And NYCFC product got his first goal with Leeds in the Premier League against the champion. That script right there, Bro. done. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And in that movie, it starts off when we named the burger after. I <laughs> facts. <laughs> okay. Later in the show, we will be joined by Pablo Maurer of The Athletic, uh, yep. talking about a great, great article, a new piece uh, that he has uh, that just written. So make sure you check it out. Uh, it's okay. about my dad. It's about Alexis' dad. Uh, yes, his hard-hitting piece. Okay? <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little bit more about what happened in the Prem uh, this weekend. Let's focus on Leeds for a second because we did talk about, we obviously, we're very happy for Jack Harrison, uh, 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 one of the homies scoring it. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and an incredible goal, too. It wasn't even... It was just unreal. <laughs> no, no, he was chopping up defenders. That, that, yeah, no, that it's not even like a. Oh wow, it actually went in. It was like, no, nah, no, nah, homie, I'm gonna no, make no, this yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you look comfy out there. It, yeah. It, it, honestly, it felt like one of those like, you know, maybe Jurgen Klopp sees this goal and he's like, oh, okay, who's who's this young man? Do I need right. him on my squad? Right. You know maybe I, mean? I should buy this young young man. <laughs> Who just destroyed my back line. <laughs> so, but the other thing that happened after the match, this was a crazy match. I was going back and forth. The, the fact that Leeds, two, two kind of just dumb penalties uh, is, is pretty much why they lost this game. But 100%. Very much won this game. When, when, when they were first coming in, in the interview, Bielsa said, like, we're going to play our style. We're not going to do anything different. To start with, he was like, shit may change <laughs> in the Premier League. All right? This might not work. But for right now, we're going to go full full steam ahead with his insanity-looking style of pressing and, and players running all over the place. Yeah. Um, and, oh, my God, was it entertaining. Yeah, the effort was there. The energy was there. It was, I, I did not expect Leeds to, to be so competitive against uh, Liverpool. But yeah. – they, I mean, they they just looked great. But the adrenaline I, I, was clearly there, being like yeah. their first match in the in the Premier League. And I want to sure. focus on the uh, the post match, uh, the press conference, uh, right. not even press conference, just the, the interview after the match. On, yeah, where they the wheel pitch. out like the the step and repeat, the see through step and yes. repeat on and, the pitch. And Bielsa, we all, uh, Bielsa does not speak English. He does on camera. He, he, does, uh, he does, but yeah, he doesn't have the grasp of it completely. Where I would say, where clearly, where he feels comfortable having an interview in it. Yeah, and ten, and then you know you deal with the the a little bit of the criticism or xenophobic kind of comments of like, why hasn't he learned English? You you. You know, you see that from a lot of the the English media or me, pundits or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's yo it's England. Learn dumb. to pronounce the X in sixth, and then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. So it's look. We've had this conversation a whole bunch. Just enough. Hopefully, people stop it. But whatever. But the it, the fascinating thing was that his translator. He has a he has a translator uh, who's do, who's Colombian, by the way. You could hear the accent clearly. Yeah, very much so. 
Yeah, and uh, but Bielsa does this great thing where he wants to convey the emotion and what he's saying. So he wants it translated in the same sort of tone. He's like, and- don't translate the words. <laughs> translate the emotion. Because at one point, the translator goes to answer the question. And I don't want to say he's meek, but he's very respectful of the situation. And he's yeah. giving you like a very monotone response. And, and Bielsa turns over and he goes, hey. Say with your chest. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, fam. Put some emotion more, okay? in this. Yeah. You're not reading a poem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, this is a, a, a cool thing which shows that he he is clearly passionate about uh, about the about his job about and and yeah, this is the circumstance. He Every detail want, is important to him. Yeah, he including this. Speak poorly and and something be misconstrued or his accent be the thing that that people are talking about in the news he doesn't want to be be made fun of he's a professional and he wants to get it very clear yeah this is what i'm trying to say you are translating all right so i want up. the dude to be like throwing his hands like now christian i you know some people don't like international football right and i think the reason for that uh is and i said it that way because we're talking about europe uh i think the reason for that is because you don't get you don't get the excitement. You don't get the drama. You don't get the tea. You know what I mean? You don't get the yeah. shade. England took care of that, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Really, really, page six is really letting us down <laughs> by not covering these stories. Yeah, dude. It should be like page zone six for the uh, spot <laughs> on the soccer field. Like, uh, Harry Maguire goes out. He's fighting cops. He's bribing cops <laughs> in Turkey or in, in Greece. All, right? the, all alleged, but you know what? But this, Not alleged. He, 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 he's the headlines. He, he got found guilty, my G. Oh, did that, he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He but it was the appeal. Whatever. Okay, we'll get Apparently, in Greece, if you appeal, it, it, it it, it takes away the previous guilty yeah. verdict, which genius, right? And I've said this before. I have no idea why you're fighting this dude. Go home. You're not getting jail. Just when you get there, be like, it's all corrupt over there. You know, <laughs> do whatever you want. But then everyone thought like, all right, so he's not on the team. That allows Jack, Jack Grealish to get in. Everything's great in Camp Southgate. And then (laughs) they go to Iceland, right? And Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood, who I believe are both making their England senior team debut. Right. Yeah. At at the UEFA Nations League. At the Nations League. They're playing Iceland. Country's got 380,000 people, right? Mm -hmm. You can't get in too much trouble, right? (laughs) I looked this up. In 2017, they had just under 180,000 women in the entire country. Mm. So you can't possibly get in trouble here. You just go, you play a quick <laughs> game of footy, probably a lot of snow, and you go home. Mason <laughs> Greenwood and uh, Phil Foden were like, hold up, I got a plan. <laughs> now, the only reason we know this is because they were outed by uh, two women. They paid, supposedly, this is all alleged, uh, yeah. they, they, they allegedly paid a hotel worker to sneak two girls in and those girls was ready with the Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and they, when we say outed, I don't think they did this on purpose. They were just like, Hey, we're hooking up, you know, we're going to meet up with these two footballers and whatever. And, uh, and when that's, that's already enough, right? Because these two guys are very, very famous. Uh, Here's the problem though. One of these women is an international beauty queen from the, you know, stories. So okay. she's, Probably followed by quite a few people. Alexis, you call every woman that. <laughs> I know. I'm, again, Christian's an international beauty queen. My mother is an international beauty queen. No, like she legitimately is like kind of Instagram famous, or I guess Snapchat famous in this case. So if you're going 
And apparently Mason Greenwood has a lady and a kid at home who were like, mm. oh, what's happening on the internet? You know? <laughs> I mean, first of all, shouts to these guys for finding two women in Iceland who don't already have. The, the Icelandic know. men have a lot of trouble doing that. <laughs> There's right. Icelandic football is going, come on. <laughs> we don't even have, we don't even have any enough to go around. Right. <laughs> it's not fair. Uh, <laughs> but these, they found two women. They did everything from. I guess, I, although now I'm hearing this is di- a different woman that he was kicking it to on the phone. Yeah. And he's like, he's Joe, he's, he's throwing game at this girl, but someone is recording her on speakerphone. I mean, this is just, this is better. This is better than, than uh, what, like a London, Scotland Yard. Obviously, the penalty here and the reason they cannot do this is obviously for all Great the, use yeah. of a pun penalty. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, sent home. They were sent home and kicked off, uh, off the, you know, from international duty because you, you, COVID uh, is, is the pandemic is real and you cannot you they take these precautions and they take them very seriously as a professional athlete. They are going, uh, they're traveling the world. They're at, they're putting themselves at risk. They're putting others at risk. So they take all these precautions so that we can watch them play some footy. Right. Yeah. And- like if Gareth Southgate calls you and I in. Right. And be like, yo, you broke COVID rules. You can't be like, but we smashed though. <laughs> like, you know, yo, what I mean? tap it up, bro. <laughs> what, what, what's going Southgate's on? like, yo, you scoring when we ain't even playing, my G. <laughs> Put that in the stats. No, <laughs> like, yo, you can't, you can't yeah. risk the life of all of these soccer players I- just because. You yes. wanted to get some strange. That's we're not, not fair. We're, we're not being, uh, you know, you know, poo pooing or uh, being too uh, uh, critical of the inf- quote unquote infidelity. Whatever. No, if there was not no COVID business. rules, do your thing, my do, dude. Whatever I'm you want. Get, you got your family problems. You deal with that. I, it's none of our yeah. business. I gotta but... feel Southgate kicking you out is the least of your problems when you get home, <laughs> Mister Greenwood. <laughs> like, okay, I would gonna... think of maybe an apology stop at the flower shop <laughs> on the way home, my G. Imagine. Southgate just going to the locker and throwing all the all the jerseys and clothes out, yeah. out the window. Yeah, ask him, ask him. Southgate's like, ask him who called him when he wasn't in the first team. He knows what he did. Okay, I'm going to my mother's. Why are you going to your mother's, Southgate? Gareth, I feel like you're overreacting. Anyway, yo, so like, I mean, look, this is you can follow this story on on Twitter. You can see all the, the there's a big back and forth. There was an apology from the women uh one of the one of the women is saying she's like i didn't know that phil and she's like i deleted it. it all too I late delete- though <laughs> yeah, yeah dude and it's like look even if even if uh, there was no pandemic this stuff would still go out but the reason people are more upset is because obviously the players are or uh, uh you know they are taking those risks and the the bigger news is that they got kicked off uh off the squad yeah right? i like this little kind of bad boy era of english soccer though you know is it Yo, Isn't Harry Maguire's, <laughs> you know, A cab <laughs> in Greece. <laughs> These dudes is smashing on the internet. I mean, but they know they know better, man. It's like it's it's a it's. Are like you kidding a, me? Pickford's a, gonna start an OnlyFans. <laughs> this is gonna get wild, dog. It's just yeah, it's the bad boy, the digital age bad boy. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. they're not on your dad's websites. <laughs> it, it's a uh, it's so easy to avoid. You just like it, it just impedes their growth and, and and figuring out what what they do in their their professional careers. Look, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, it was much easier to 
be a piece of shit I, yeah. I, and be a flair and, and do Oh, you could be as scummy as you want. It took the newspapers like seven weeks to figure it out. <laughs> okay, they were, you're still using carrier pigeons back then, yeah. right? <laughs> it was wild. Do faxes? <laughs> and a beep, 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 beep. Nah, Morse code dude, and all that. You, I mean, we, it's just, this is a thing that, that, that professional athletes just have to be more mindful of and be more yeah. careful of uh, with everything going on. So, uh, look. Find the, you some girls that don't have Snapchat followers yo, that's, in the six the, figures. What's the rule? In comedy, the rule is if if uh, you're dating somebody with a headshot, that's a problem. Okay? That is that is the rule. Yep. <laughs> you can't be dating anybody You messed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into some Major League Soccer news because there's been a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, First off, uh, New York Red Bulls. Speaking of breakups, okay. <laughs> they pulled the Mason Greenwood's girlfriend right here. <laughs> uh, New York Red Bulls have fired, sacked their coach, uh, Chris Armis. Uh, I, I think uh, uh, coming to uh, probably a bit of a shock to a lot of uh, Red Bulls fans. I think some are I don't think so. Quite happy. I think some yeah, are quite happy yeah, yeah, about yeah, this yeah. as well. But the, the Rebels have not been getting the results. They didn't make it into the knockout rounds in, in the MLS's back tournament. And and you know, but there they also have been people making the case like you you, you know, the Rebels did not give him a proper team. They didn't replace the players that they really needed to. They didn't get DPs. Uh so he wasn't he didn't have too much to work with. Yeah, I mean you can't I can't completely fault them for the results, right? Like, it's not exactly his fault when you take ingredients out of the kitchen and you sh- and the new chef can't cook as well as the old one. It's like, well, I mean, you really didn't give him enough to work with. That said, when he when when um when I got it, Jesse Marsh, I couldn't remember his name for a second. Yeah. When Jesse Marsh leaves and he walks in, the team didn't play the same. You know what I mean? And but they still played pretty well. They, they still they, played pretty well. They won but they a supporter shield with him. They've you know they've done sure. okay. But I think what 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 you notice is like the a little bit of the edge was gone. There was something missing. And then the next season, it just continued to carry over, and it seemed to have gotten less and less. Sort of. I mean, the Rebels were never an incredible team. They were a team that always played much bigger than they actually were. And for for that to not continue, it seems like. Marsh could do better with this club than he can. And that's sort of, I think that that's still lingering. And I know they got this new guy, Thelwell, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, who seems to be getting some pieces in. You know, I think the issue was, it's like, let's not go out and do all the shopping and let this guy mess it up. And that's sort of how it felt. But really, this is bad for us because this is a Caribbean soccer legend, right? He's Puerto Rican and Cuban. Mm-hmm. And he's from Long Island. I mean, his he sounds like he speaks with marbles in his mouth when he talks. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is one of us. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, I think he he probably got a bad end of the deal here. I I, I think this. Was I don't probably... think so. I think he got a lot more time than even. I think COVID extended his career. To be completely honest. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I think these these firings during this uh, during during this pandemic are a little strange because it just because of how uh, uh, all these different factors and unexpected things that have happened. It's, it's difficult to judge uh, uh, coaches the same way. I people I think people are still adapting. So I, whatever, but that that is that's my opinion. Let's let's move on to a couple other things in uh, LA Galaxy, right? So LA Galaxy, uh, you oh. know the. the this, this MLS, these first round of matches, there's, there's a lot of derbies. It's like every week there's a derby, right? Yeah. They, they just play each other. But uh, In Canada, for sure. They're just like, are we playing exactly. you again? <laughs> <laughs> so LA Galaxy and, and uh, LAFC at Trafico, LA Galaxy uh, wins 
their their most recent match, the last two matches. Yeah. And they've been playing well. Sebastian Legit has been balling. Christian Pavon playing great. Pavon is incredible looking. It's 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 great to see. Look, I think Landon Donovan uh, being on our show and really kind of calling out LA Galaxy. All of a sudden, things are changing. I don't know. Did the cooling it's uh, are responsible for all this? You're welcome, I don't know. LA Unless fans. we're the ones who injured Atuesta. No. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, so the uh, but this was pretty incredible. After the LA Galaxy win, uh, they post on their social media a video of Mark Anthony K, obviously midfielder for LAFC, and right. Max Brados, been up friend of the show, friend, friend of, of the ours, damn show, <laughs> been on our show. Great dude, the head of uh, media, or so, like I believe he's the head of media over there. Yeah, uh, and and he is basically it's Mark Anthony K and Max Brados congratulating LAFC and being like, congratulations, Jonathan (laughs) and David on the big win and and Joe on the big win. And all this. we're like, what is it? Why would they make a video congratulating LA galaxy on this way? And then you put two and two together and they got coaxed into this via (laughs) a, their cameos cameo, uh, because cameo, obviously the website to get celebrities to do like shout out videos and stuff like that. Mark Anthony K and Max Bredos, are on there and they I'm sure somebody uh pretending to be some like probably parent of a kid who plays These on a three soccer kids team. they love you <laughs> they guys love you. <laughs> oh and, my god and they used the, the they edited this video together and it is a yeah it is basically stone cold stone cold, <laughs> stone cold. this is probably the best trolling in MLS history no this is pretty good uh this is a good use of uh of this app Cameo yeah, and put doubt. some respect on LA Galaxy's name for their media department because remember they did that with the, that shooting stars meme yeah. that kind of that that kind of opened the door to a lot of this because they got in trouble by LA Galaxy, but then it was blowing up on the internet, so they were like, "What are we doing? Why are we yeah, getting yeah. people in trouble? <laughs> Y'all should hits. do more of this." <laughs> All right, yeah. we got trolling allocation <laughs> money. We'll figure out a different acronym <laughs> for it. <laughs> so, uh, but this was pr- pretty incredible. You haven't seen it. It's on. We retweeted it. It's on LA Galaxy's uh, social media. Uh, but. Bro, this was just so funny, and I even just, LAFC fans are like, "We got got." I mean, what are yeah, you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, they're they're winning, they're winning uh, convincingly, and and even w- without uh, Chicharito, with you know, both teams are missing pieces and things like that. But the the they're they're doing it on the pitch, and you know what? They can talk. Smack, yeah. I wonder what Bob Bradley thinks of this. He's confused by the whole thing. He's like, what exactly is cameo? <laughs> Mark, why'd you do this? To yeah. us? Don't talk into your phone ever again. <laughs> Get back on the field. <laughs> we need double practices. <laughs> Come back after this because we got Pablo Mauro of the Athletic. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. We just want to bring it with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. That's right. Gully Squad out in full force. Uh, That's right. Uh, out. I mean, you mean in, in full force. We are staying inside. <laughs> we, are, we are outdoors <laughs> yeah. spreading this disease. That's what we do. Gully Squad. We cough in everyone's mouths. <laughs> but we, we're spreading gulliness. All right. None, of that, right. none of that COVID nonsense. Nah, dude. We're, we're spreading COVID 69. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the fun one. 
one. Yeah, dude. You didn't think you'd want it in the beginning, but when you get it, you're like, you know what? It's kind of fun. <laughs> so, yes, uh, shout out to, 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 to Gully Squad. And, uh, yeah, for people who help uh, support the show, help us uh, put out more content. We've been doing a lot more stuff, especially uh, on uh, live streaming. Uh, they've been a part of it as well. We've been doing stuff on Twitch. It's been really, really fun. Uh, even though, yeah, we're stuck at home where we can still uh, do some fun stuff and, and give, you know, whether it's exclusive content, a dope Slack channel, uh, we're, we're still uh, putting out great work. Uh, and then that's all because of Gully Squad. Absolutely, and they they support us, and we wanna we wanna make sure that that's uh, we give them back some cool content, and also we wanna make sure we find other people that wanna come hang out in this Slack channel because so far it is pretty late. Yeah. It's all, it's pretty awesome. Exactly. So if you wanna join Gully Squad, all you gotta do is go to soccercoolings.com and click on the Join Gully Squad button. It's right there on the menu. It's at the top. It is at the bottom. Uh, very visible, easy to find, and it's a uh, it's a great community. And there's also uh, great perks. Obviously, we you know the Gully Squad was invited to. Our birthday party and how, how lit was that? I mean, they got to they got to hang out with who are some of the folks they got to hang out with, Alexis? I mean, it was a wild time <laughs> that I'm kind of forgetting now because I drank so heavily. <laughs> but we had Sal Volcano of the Impractical Jokers come through. That's right. Okay, we, we, that's right. The Impractical Jokers. We had Alexi Lawless come through, who some say is a kind of a clown. Right? Yeah, see, <laughs> so he's he's a less practical Joker. Uh, he's uh, he also serenaded us yeah. right with a guitar. Ellie Menjum of Darby Days and Copa ninety fame. We have uh, Cal Marti- Zach Valentine, Cal Martino, Edson Buttle. Yes. I mean, everybody uh, was there. It was super super fun. Uh, so those are some of the cool uh, perks that come with being uh, uh, in Gully Squad, and and we try to give everybody a really fun and unique experience that you may not be able to get everywhere else. If you you know just a casual soccer fan, so feel free to join. Uh, again, uh, you can uh, subscribe at what well, like whatever level and whatever you want to give every month. Uh, and there's different uh, you know perks for uh, the, the different levels as well. So make sure uh, go, again go to soccercoolings.com, uh, click on the join Gully Squad button, and come right, aboard. Baby, and we're back <laughs> on the Cooligans Living Room FC. And I mean this is. Right, we talk about just a revolving door of stars. <laughs> okay, uh, it doesn't get bigger than this. I mean, this dude writes for what the Athletic. He Not what the it. Athletic, just the Athletic, just the what the Athletic <laughs> is. It's a it's a whole other thing that you got to go through World Star to find it. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, but, <laughs> but when it comes to uh, not only big stories in American soccer and soccer in general, yeah, uh, it, it, and it's it's much more uh, specific. You know, mm. I don't want to even necessarily say niche because it's it's bigger than that. You know, it's hard it, to explain exactly what it is. <laughs> it's like stories you didn't know you wanted to know about, exactly. but you, you really need to know about. <laughs> You know Correct. what I mean? Uh, and how yeah. impressive is it that he does all this while hanging out in abandoned buildings in the Catskills? <laughs> I mean, that's really impressive. The Wi-Fi is the dr- I don't know where does he get it? You the know? drones. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, a man of, of many trades. Uh, but yes, please introduce our guest. <laughs> uh, we, we've talked to him before. We absolutely love him. Good friend of the show. One of the best writers on The Athletic on, and also on What The Athletic. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Unless you're driving a very old car that is half car, half pickup, <laughs> pull to the side and put your hands together for the one, the only, the only mechanic to answer my text. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Pablo Maur. <laughs> Pablo, what's up, man? 
Uh, thank you. Just just coping with that uh, that introduction. I appreciate it. <laughs> not sure what to make of it. Uh, my stories are niche. Uh, they're they're total BS, and I'm barely a real soccer journalist. So, okay, appreciate all. You that. know what? Well, thank you, you pass you pass all the requirements of being on this show. That's okay? perfect. Yeah, I mean, we, when we have someone on, we're like, you better not be a journalist, dude. Yeah. We want no yeah, facts exactly. on this show. Lamestream yeah. media. Yeah. We don't need them. Okay, uh, Pablo, you are here to to talk about a specific story that we got a sneak peek on uh that mm. you know you've been you were uh, which everyone's already seen by now well exactly exactly by the we, time this airs everyone's seen we're airing it, before the, the piece drops on the athletic yeah. make sure if you're not if you're not a subscriber to the athletic make sure you are uh so you can guarantee that you see this piece but it is a piece on diego maradona we've seen Dozens of these, hundreds of these for years. Obviously, a legendary player, but this one is a documentaries. little documentaries. There's so many documentaries. I've just watched uh, Diego Maradona in Mexico. I'm not watching documentaries about him in specific countries. <laughs> it's not even about his life. Yeah. <laughs> so, please tell us a little bit about the piece uh, that you uh, wrote recently for the Athletic on Diego Maradona. All right. Well, we all know the story of of Diego Maradona and and Naples and uh, you know and uh, Napoli. We yeah. know you know the story of Maradona. With Boca Juniors, Barcelona, the Argentine national team. We know the story of Diego Maradona in the club at 3 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. Um, what you've never read is the story of Diego Maradona signing for one game for one uh, for one game with a team, a very small minor league soccer team in Toronto, Canada. Right. <laughs> Toronto, Italia. <laughs> Um, yeah. I've so wait a minute. You've never heard before. <laughs> the greatest player to ever play in Canada. Is yeah. Diego Maradona? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got Dero on line two here. Yeah. He's disrespecting his legacy. So. Alfonso Davies is texting me. What's up with this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it gets weirder. So here's how this came about. I I originally um, set out to this story. I just had a very simple thought. I thought in 1996, when MLS was formed, <clears throat> Maradona was sort of at the tail end of his career. And I wanted to find out, hey, did any MLS team, like, take a run of this guy and try and sign him? Because that, to me, would have been – I mean, can you imagine Maradona with, like, the Miami Fusion in 1996? Just fighting like Valderrama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, – Pibe versus Pibe. <laughs> yeah. I actually ended up talking to Sunil Gulati, who was in, involved in the, you know, former U.S. Uh, Soccer Federation president, who was involved in sort of the, you know, found, uh, the founding of MLS. And he said, oh, you know – we actually couldn't because he wasn't legally allowed to enter the United States because I guess like the U.S. government because of his failed drug test at the 94 mm. World Cup it was not, you know, he was sort of persona non grata. So I didn't know the U.S. government were squares, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, man. Yeah. We, we've been trying to we've been trying to keep the best soccer out of this country for years. You yeah, know? dude. Um, yeah. Does he want a kick well, for the Jets? You know? yeah, Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyways, during that sort of research, I found out. I found like a GeoCities page from 1997. Kids remember what those are. Yeah, it's just yeah. like old website, text based. Angel Fire. Okay. Yeah, we all, exactly. we all have one. Journal. It's like free thing. Squarespace. Yeah. Anyone watching <laughs> right. the show. Exactly. And uh, it was just, you know, very brief description of this game he played in Toronto. So obviously I, I completely fell down a rabbit hole on it. And my interest was really piqued when I found out that Mar Maradona has two brothers, Lalo and Raul. And Lalo, his younger, his youngest brother, played for Toronto Italia. So Diego Maradona came to Toronto in September of 1996 and played in midfield alongside his brother at a tiny stadium in a minor league 
league, you know, a minor league league in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It's absolutely wild. You know, his brother Hugo, who we won't talk about anymore. This is so random. He played in Austria. He played in Japan. And now apparently he owns a bakery in Florida. Hey. So if you want like some pastries from Diego Maradona's yeah, little brother. Dude, that, that is that is Alexis's life dream. That if that you was know, the arc of his life, he would have yeah. totally preferred that. Can I just say we've <laughs> joked on this show before that Diego Maradona has illegitimate children in Cuba and that I don't know my dad, so he might be my father. Yo, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> there's a chance I come from this bloodline if the guy owns a bakery in Florida. Is it one South my, Florida? One of my favorite photos of Diego is like him in the late '90s sitting on a bench with Castro, and he's he's pulling his pant leg up and showing Castro a Che Guevara tattoo. I was just like, just all this confluence of okay, so weird. maybe he isn't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so this is pretty. Yeah. It is pretty wild in general. And you you uh, you sent us a, a couple of clips that people are are seeing right now of not only the, the I didn't even mention the tape. Yeah, yeah, the tape is just unbelievable. So thank God that there's footage of this because I'd assume minor league soccer in 1996 wasn't <laughs> televised in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know ESPN Plus deal. Yeah. <laughs> there is, yeah. How did you get this footage? Because I know that you uh, had mentioned that the. Uh, Initially, there was a thought that this no footage of this game even existed. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I, I found probably two press photographs of the game through Getty, and how I spent did they most, even you know, get that? <laughs> I mean, if you when you watch the tape, you see there's hundreds of photographers there, yeah. and so I don't even know like how you know I I reached out to all these photographers to to the Toronto star to local sort of their little a couple of italian language pu uh, publications in toronto which has a huge italian population nobody had photographs finally when i started talking to these players they were like you know they sent me some behind the scenes kind of locker room photographs and then just what it, it'd be two weeks ago now um one of the team members who i interviewed i get a cold text from him and it just says hey man you know i hadn't been over to my parents house like six months because of covid uh, but I just went over last week, and then the next text is just a photo of a VHS cassette that says Diego Maradona versus CNSL All-Stars. So I was like, fam, you got to put that in a FedEx mailer immediately. <laughs> because yeah. the guys, I don't even have a VCR, and I was like, I got a VCR, I got a, a AD box, I can, I can make this, I can put this on yeah, YouTube yeah. for your children. So You're like, I have a VCR in my car, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so he sent it to me, and I was shocked because I put the tape in, expecting us to see sort of footage of the game, which that alone would have been gold. And the whole first hour of the, uh, of the video is, you know, like you can see, it's sort of like handheld, shaky camcorder footage in the locker room as these, like, Canadian kids are like, oh, i got to pinch myself. I can't believe I'm playing with Diego Maradona. You know? Being real Maradona was laying face down, consuming every inch of the training table, uh, signing autographs, and it's just wild, man. It's totally wild. We are here with Pablo Maurer of The Athletic, and we are discussing the, the incredible uh, piece that you just wrote, uh, for, again, for The Athletic on Diego Maradona, right, and and his, his time in Canada. So <laughs> 
just, just, it just sounds it. stupid. I'm sorry. It just it doesn't awesome. even sound real. The Canadian <laughs> legend Diego Maradona. <laughs> the the one thing I really loved uh, about watching uh, just some of this footage was obviously Diego Maradona is just such a global superstar. For I mean, he was for a very long time mm-hmm. arriving in Canada, but he, the playing in this game, people are literally losing their mind. This stadium looks like it is a a, a high school stadium, uh, and it is. Filled to the brim with so many people. How many? They people- also went and got a tango, two tango yeah, dancers yeah. <laughs> this was to like to like entertain the <laughs> before the game. <laughs> Is there any information on why that was the case? Who thought this was a good idea to have people do tango before a soccer game? As you know, I get way into these stories, so I, I tried to find the tango dancers. I knew but I did, you would. I did. I did at least get the story behind it, which is uh, that, and it's very simple. The owner of Toronto Italia is this. Uh, he's 88 now. His name's uh, Louis Fiocola. Uh, he is um, the caricature of an old Italian dude. Basically, he's incredible. You know, I called him. His wife answers the phone screamed eight or nine times for him to get on the phone you know what i mean um he he said like yeah you know his brother lalo told me that i mean he's never creative but his brother lalo told me that, you know diego loves women and so i i got these uh these like this these tango dancers purely to entertain diego and so louis is like you know he was like you know um you should have seen them he was you know he loved he loved the tango dancers he was like, <laughs> It was uh, so apparently mission accomplished, you know, but yeah, it was that simple. But in watching the video, it's like the most random, stupid thing in the entire world. <laughs> Imagine you- getting you're in what a 4,000, 5,000 seat stadium, and you have about half of that capacity are photographers, and you're yeah, yeah. asking them to move so two people could dance on a field that has football lines on yeah, it yeah. so the Hango Maradona can. Stare at a woman. I mean, yeah, yeah, if incredible. I told you that happened in Canada, <laughs> you wouldn't believe me. I just thought of a. I just thought of a potential headline. Uh, what if I went with? What if I spelled Diego with like E H exclamation point like A? Diego. I'm okay. gonna just jump out the window now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just want everyone to know I didn't text them that. That was uh, that was Pablo that was, uh, all hey, by himself. You, you come I on feel like show. you're absolving yourself from that joke more 100%. than saying. Yeah. But that, look, yeah. we're, you come on this show to shoot your shot. All right. Yeah, yeah there you go. We appreciate yeah. it. Uh, yeah, nobody's watching, right? I mean, no one's gonna hear yeah. it. Okay. I heard a bang off the backboard. So <laughs> it's not like clang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, just the the, the uh, simple fact, like it, it seems like there there was uh, it, this a look. I, it wasn't a, a plan of like well, he's gonna sign with the team. We're gonna be here for years. It was just like mm-hmm. this one time event, like a promotional stint, a, right? a, a spectacle. Yeah. Uh, and and they did everything. They it was a circus, right? I mean, he was just so famous and i think you had mentioned that the stadium was uh the capacity was uh, something like four thousand, yeah. but there were about eight thousand people there yeah six thousand and eight thousand and it was it really was a circus they were billing it to us so the, the backs were kind of behind his arrival i mean he had he had returned after a 15 month ban after the failed drug test of the world right. cup to boca juniors had a really tumultuous stint there he had just missed five consecutive penalty kicks, you know, over a, f- a few games, and he quit the team. Um, you know, he told the press in Argentina, you know, there are people screaming at me saying that I'm, like, fat and I'm a junkie, and, you know, nobody has a right to make my daughters cry when they're walking down the street. So 
he just bounced. And then he bounced, turned out he bounced to Switzerland for 10 days to go to a rehab clinic. So he arrived in Canada literally the day after he gets out of the rehab clinic. He comes to Toronto and stays with his brother for, I think he was there for 10 days um, and plays in this game. But the CNSL and Toronto Italy, they build it as his last game ever because he was talking about retiring. Yeah. So they were like, this is Diego Maradona's farewell match. <laughs> right? I mean, it's real. And like, even Maradona, I have a video of the press conference he gives when he arrives in Toronto. So he's like, this is your last match. And he's like, I don't know about that. Uh, you know, I like, you know, excuse me, I'm, I have offers from, you know, with Maradona, there's never any shortage of people suiting him because he's like a traveling circus and he's going to sell tickets wherever he goes, you know? Yeah. So. Even he was like, "Well, I don't, you know, we'll see, we'll see." Um, but, but maybe, but it might be yeah. my last match. You know what I mean? The like, owners, the owners in the back, spitting out a prosciutto sandwich as he yeah, says, exactly. like, "Whoa, we printed up billboards." Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it kill you not to just talk right now? You know? <laughs> no, hey, whoa, cut him off. Give him a little white. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, but you know um, what? It, it, in overall, he, I felt like he looked pretty good. I mean, he as did. far as like looking at like a healthy dude, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't really tell that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I'm convinced he was clean at least then. And you know, the teammates I talked to, they were all very. I mean, it's, it's no secret, man. Diego has struggled with a cocaine addiction his entire life, and still does. Obviously, if you you just said you watched the Mexico documentary, I'm sure it's yeah. pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, you know, like I think, um, I think. All of the teammates, I spoke to six people who played with him that night, and they were all like, look, man, if he was, like, on drugs, I had no idea. He was just like – but then they were also like – he was always up and full of energy and so positive. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know like, yeah. <laughs> uh, he had a lot yeah, of great he, ideas at halftime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what we should do is I should, I should coach the Canadian National <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? He told me I should sign with Boca, so I don't know. I think he was yeah, clean yeah, exactly. and clear-headed. So, <laughs> so, I, mean, he, I think – but I, I do think he, like, he was, uh, albeit briefly, in a good place. Less than a month later – he got stuck in a elevator in a hotel in Mallorca in Spain, emerged for 20 minutes, emerged from the elevator and smashed the entire hotel lobby to pieces, like throwing ashtrays. He smashed. So, I mean, obviously by then, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. he was back on the sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rage had uh, come back through him. Did you get a exactly. chance to speak to any of the players that played against him? I didn't. Um, you've exposed uh, one of my reporting flaws. I didn't think to do that until like last week. Uh, and by then I was just like, had so much stuff that it was like, uh, yeah. you know, it seemed, it would seem like it would be extra, you know, but just because um, I saw one guy foul him real hard. And I'm like, I want to talk to that guy. It was like, yeah, Oh, yeah, Diego's coming at me. I got one move, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they like a lot of the, a lot of the players on Toronto Italia said, yeah, man, they were, you know, they were bodying the dude, you know, yeah, I mean, they have no, yeah. you know, but what do you care about Diego Maradona? If you're like, <laughs> You know, you're not even on the same team. Your one chance to be remembered is like I shredded Diego Maradona's ACL. Or something yeah, like that. yeah, so like, yeah. Remember when he broke his ankle in Canada? That was me, <laughs> kid. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy your uh, moose tracks, chocolate. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so no. Um, but I appreciate you calling me out, calling my bad reporting out. You know, not, not a problem. Like in here, you know. I actually I spoke to some of your coworkers and they told me to say that. So really, <laughs> Sam Paul, who was it? It, it, it was it was a uh, it seemed like a pretty good game though, right? Because the CNSL All Stars they did score. Uh, I don't know if they were up. I don't know the score line itself, but it, it seemed like they were taking it uh, pretty seriously. So that I, yeah. at the very least was pretty impressive. I mean, one thing I don't I don't know if it's on the tape or not. Um, Maradona scores the equalizing goal. So they, the, you know, Toronto Alley goes down one nil and then Maradona ties the game in the second half on an Olympico directly from a corner kick. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, again, this just adds to that. You know, I'm reading this on a GeoCities site. Like that didn't happen. None of this happens. It at does all. sound like and fan fiction. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'll give a shout out to one. There's like a, a Canadian soccer historian who has a web a website, and this is the website I was on. This guy calls himself Rocket Robin. <laughs> And you know, it's one of those things where, like, North America, and you know this as well as I do. You're talking maybe to one of them, but like, um, like North American soccer is full of just like the strangest people in the entire world. Yeah, you know, like you talk to them, and you're like, this guy's a little touched in some way. I have no idea what it is. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, right, right. Just yeah. like so, so, so he was without him. I mean, there'd be like no evidence of the game whatsoever. Geosities to keeping that up though. I mean, why are they even still paying for the servers at (laughs) Geosities? Okay. Thank you so much to Pablo Maurer of The Athletic for joining us. We appreciate you, man. The it's always nice to share Diego stories, you know, just (laughs) chop it up about Diego. We appreciate it. Uh so uh Pablo, is there where can people find the story and where can people find uh, you and more of your work? Uh, story on the athletic if you don't subscribe to the athletic uh please do we just hit a million subscribers yesterday hey, congrats. Congrats, uh, yeah. Is, yeah thank you thank you um i'm at mlsist on twitter so go there if you want um it's a good Alexis, follow upcoming, upcoming stand-up gigs you want to get a plug-in for real quick or... <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be performing at an abandoned pool uh, <laughs> yeah, in, exactly. in the yeah. poconos <laughs> right right why don't periscope yeah ca- <laughs> catch me at the covid cove in yeah. pennsylvania <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> It's heart-shaped hospital beds. They're great. (laughs) Uh, So, everybody, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social media platforms. Follow at Fubo Sports as well, uh, all social media platforms as well. uh, And subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of our program. So, Pablo, let us end this show the way we normally do with the enthusiasm and the energy that you regularly bring to every TV appearance. <laughs> so with that said, so for Pablo Maurer, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cooligans! The Cooligans!